this week on Generation Fangirl. So they would have animated series of like Little Mermaid and Aladdin and stuff. I blame Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> Look what they've done to me. I would just get up at 8 a.m. and then I'd just be like, whatever you have to show me, I will yep. watch all of it. Thank you, Boomerang, for my life. And thank you, Toonami, again, for my life. The 80s and 90s kids, always horny for nostalgia. Welcome to Generation Fangirl. I was born in the 80s. And I was born in the 90s. And together we talk about everything from Monsters of the Week to TV theme songs and everything in between. Monsters of the Week. Now that, yeah. is, a, that is a TV trope for the mm-hmm. ages. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I've been a sucker for it ever since. And actually, thinking about it, it kind of relates to... Um, this week's topic, which is Saturday morning cartoons, and the the last cartoon I just thought of, uh, American Dragon Jake Long, had the monster of the week set up. I mean, and I it's love, easy. You can yeah, jump it's, in. Yeah, it's easy to do, and I love seeing monsters and kids dealing with supernatural problems and stuff. But also high school. Also Relatable things, you know. I mean, not high school, sorry, middle school. Because mm. remember, this is the early 2000s we're talking about, at least in my case. Sure. I don't even remember how we came to the idea of having this as a topic, but it's uh, a good topic because it's it's such a bizarre phenomenon. Like I was talking to you yes. a little bit before about this, but like going through the the history and looking everything up, it it really was just something that was great for the moment that it was started. And then as technology and things, pop culture advanced to the 2000s, there's just no place for it anymore. And it was just very bizarre. <laughs> I think I think it's very appropriate for our podcast because, so this is something that we both grew up on, mm-hmm. kind of, but in different ways, but it's formative for both of us, Saturday morning cartoons. They, it's It explicitly has a nostalgic aspect to it though, mm-hmm. which I think is... The whole point of Generation Fangirl, because you were born in the 80s and I was born in the 90s. And both of our generations have a very big slant toward nostalgia because we mm-hmm. both grew up in times where when I was a kid, we didn't have like cell phones. We didn't have internet. But then when I was in middle school, we like Facebook had just become a thing in like eighth grade, I think. And then by high school, everyone had smartphones. And but and yet when I was like five or whatever I played with boppets for fun and it's like it's like that crazy juxtaposition between just how rapidly technology advanced I think it gives us uh we're more susceptible to the nostalgia of it so the idea of Saturday morning cartoons while like a good idea back then is now kind of um inferior to just streaming it's it's not it just doesn't work anymore it's weird because I think the last airing of official Saturday morning cartoons was in I want to say October of 2014 like that's kind of the date that I kept yeah and that Um, sounds old like that seems like that seems like it should have ended like I thought it ended a lot earlier than that so exactly exactly because I remember it was it was like a big news article it was like Saturday morning cartoons are officially no longer a thing the last one aired today and I was like oh I didn't know they were still going on. Well, you're the one who has the history of it. 
yeah. kind of researched out. So I would yeah. be fascinated to learn more about this. Yeah, so it's it's crazy stuff. So I actually have not had enough time to go through a lot of the history, but I would oh, for sure. kind of like to because it is really it's interesting. So pretty much like all things surrounding kids programming and cartoons and stuff, it it's all about advertising. It's all about money, <laughs> right? So yeah. basically in the in the 50s and the 60s, a uh, bunch of bunch of stations and programming corporations and stuff kind of just decided, well, if we can just have nothing but children's programming from 8 a.m. to noon, just a whole block of it we could get so much advertising done. And, <laughs> and that was basically how it started. And it's actually interesting because, so I've always been really into animation and stuff. And I got that from my dad. And it's because he grew up when Saturday morning cartoons were kind of starting in the 60s. And so when I was his age, like, you know, 10 years old and stuff, he would show me stuff that he watched when he was 10 years old. And... So that's really cute. Yeah. So what kind of things did he watch when he was younger? Um, he watched uh he did he showed me a lot of anime before I knew it was anime. Like he showed me Speed Racer and stuff. And <laughs> he would show me oh what else? Like Johnny Quest and Space Ghost oh and all Oh my god, of Space Ghost. Yes. And then he showed I... me Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which is a totally different thing. And mm -hmm. it's all good. I remember, I, I, like, the only real context I have of Space Ghost is on, what was it? Not Toonami. It was it was Boomerang on mm -hmm. Cartoon Network. Cause, mm -hmm. And it was called Boomerang because it's like, the classics come back. And yeah. Space Ghost was a, like, newscaster or something. Am I am I thinking you, of the right guy? He kind of, like, wears, like, a no, white okay. suit and he's got, like, a yeah. yellow coat. So, yellow, yellow so, there was, so there was Space Ghost. And he was just like a regular, silly, like 1960s cartoon. But then in the 90s, there was Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And that and it was, was that like, a, it was, no, yeah, it was, it was like a talk show format. Yeah. And it was really bizarre and weird and funny. And they'd have like, <laughs> like awkward pauses and stuff. Cause they would have, it would all be animated, but they would have like these actual celebrity guests and they weren't like super celebrities but they were they were well known but at the time when I watched them I just thought they were random people but they would actually have like some sort of weird interview and then like there'd be weird awkward pauses and like basically so coast coast like is so weird and it and that's that's where my humor comes from because my dad would show mm -hmm. me that when I was eight years old and I was like okay like the beginning of parody humor mm -hmm. <laughs> I just I remember Man, I haven't thought about Boomerang in a while. Like those old Hanna Barbera cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll, I'll bring those all up like to a, you. Yeah, the ones that were all a little bit like Scooby Doo, but not quite. Like yeah, they always so had a talking actually, dog who solved mysteries. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that actually was kind of just the the style um, when they first started coming out. Because so when these animated cartoons were coming out. Um, you know, they would kind of start out with, it started out with just like reruns of like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. And then they started making original cartoons to just be for Saturday morning cartoons. And kind of the popular thing was to, to make like animated series of shows that were really popular. So they had like Brady Bunch and like Archer <laughs> Family and like Gilligan's Island and all this stuff. And you kind of like, they all look the same too. And so that was like, they had that thing. And then they, um, 
And then so they would have like one show that like was really great, like Scooby-Doo or something. And then they would just make a billion more just like that. They'd be like, okay, <laughs> we need to have like teens fighting crime, but there's... A, they solve like mysteries, but also yeah. they're Josie and the Pussycats. They solve yeah. mysteries now too. Yeah. <laughs> they, have one, they have one really buff friend, but they also have one like kind of scrawny friend who has a dog also. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> There was like a formula to it and they just kept making a whole bunch of cartoons that were all exactly the same pretty much. Um, and then yeah. in the 60s there also was a bunch of superhero cartoons and uh, that's kind of where Space Ghost comes from and yeah so it was just all cookie cutter cartoons because I guess that it, it was just faster to make especially since like all the faces look exactly the same. That would make sense. And especially yeah. because they were just making them for advertisements. Yeah, they really were. Because, of course, cartoons existed before Saturday morning cartoons, but it was kind of just here and there. Like, maybe there'd be, like, one cartoon on, like, Friday night or something after the news or something. And Saturday morning cartoons were just like, okay, well, what if we had just nothing but animated stuff for kids to watch? And it was you know just one block and then they get constant advertising so does this kind of mean that saturday morning cartoons were the beginning of only cartoon like channels kind of like how nickelodeon cartoon network became for a little bit sort of i mean that comes in later but but in the 60s and 70s it was just like it was just kind of its own thing in the in the morning um it was really the only time that you could watch cartoons in a designated block i guess um because like I said usually it's like there'd be one cartoon that would come on after the news and this was the only time of the week that there was a whole bunch and and I mean like that's kind of how I remember it it's not so much like when I was much younger it's not so much that I specifically was watching just one show it's kind of like I would just get up at 8 a.m and then I'd just be like whatever you have to show me I will watch all of it (laughs) I almost want to compare it to like binge watching things. Kind of. It's it's like th- that's just my instinct to like when you get on Netflix and you're just watching a show and you just let it run. But but maybe that's stupid because that's kind of like watching any TV. But I'm just thinking particularly with cartoons. It's nice that there was like a full block of just the same kind of shows that you wanted yeah. to watch. Well, because I think at this time um children weren't really like an audience in the minds of tv producers and Mm -hmm. program runners and everything like that was the first time that children's programming kind of got some attention Mm -hmm. and around the same time as the 60s um because again there were like a lot of superhero uh cartoons and stuff and like he-man and things like that and there was this big movement about how saturday morning cartoons were a little too violent and so they had this like they had a lot of parents complain about it. And so the FCC started having a thing where uh, Saturday morning cartoons had to be slightly educational. So that's where stuff like PBS and Magic School Buzz and like oh, Schoolhouse yeah. Rock and all that stuff. But like there would always be like a lesson that you learned or something. And so that kind of started that trend kind of in the 60s as well. 
Yeah, and then like in the eighties, there was a lot of um, a lot of more like fantasy stuff. Like that's when like My Little Pony came out, and like <laughs> Jim and the Holograms. And oh yeah, all of that like super eighties stuff. Like just sparkly, bright colored cartoons were coming out, which is so fun because it's now it, they, those cartoons are coming back because eighties babies are now making things. Mm-hmm. Like the I read the Gem and the Holograms comic. Um, and by Sophie Campbell, which I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. but I never really watched Gem when I was younger because it had come out in the eighties, and I I think it was it's off air by the time 80s. I was old enough to like watch things. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really watch a lot of the a lot of the eighties shows because I mean by the time I was really watching TV, the like it was the more really, in the nineties. Yeah, the really good like nineties cartoons were coming out, and so those those kind of older cartoons um i would see them every once in a while but that usually would be stuff that's like in the middle of the day like it's <laughs> the summer or you're homesick or something and it's like 11 30 a.m on a tuesday so they don't have anything else to show so they'll be like i guess we'll play smurfs and you're like okay so in the 90s is kind of for me i feel like when it got like just the content got really good but so many other things were going on in the 90s and that's kind of it kind of makes sense as to why Saturday morning cartoons kind of started to disappear in the 90s. Um, so this is kind of the time where Disney Channel, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network were starting. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden there's a channel that's nothing but cartoons. So it wasn't just like the only time you could watch cartoons were in this block of time on a Saturday morning yeah. um, because that made it like super special. And again, like I would just watch whatever was played and. And didn't they start to have like Saturday morning cartoons, that kind of time block would be for new episodes or am yeah. I making that up? Yeah. Okay. No, that was, that was something where like. Cause it was still the coveted special spot because it's like, it's mm-hmm. Saturday morning. The kids are going to be home and watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, because like kids wake up early, so they're gonna, mm-hmm. you, got, you gotta sit them down on the couch and let them have something to do. <laughs> yeah. And also in the nineties was when like VHS tapes started happening. So there was a lot more videos that could be watched at home. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so like, it became more accessible to get cartoons and stuff yeah. let's see what else and there was also uh you know video games were becoming a thing so that was kind of taking up attention but yeah i remember in the like mid to late 90s um like i said saturday morning cartoons were kind of like a religious thing for me when i was you know, seven had no worries in the world <laughs> um and i remember there was like there was two networks that I would watch all the time because I never really watched PBS a lot even though I look back on it now and I'm like oh PBS is nice I wish I watched it more so there was ABC which what did they have so they had Disney's one Saturday morning and they would have so they would have animated series of like Little Mermaid and Aladdin and stuff and they were not very yeah. good but when yeah. I was seven they were good <laughs> man I loved the the um the Disney movies turn TV shows I was mm-hmm. always like you're always like a big fan of those even though looking back on it some of them were very crummy mm-hmm. uh, for some of my examples for my um formative uh Saturday morning cartoons they they started like on ABC and then were later mm-hmm. moved to Toon Disney and things like that yeah, ABC was 
was was good stuff like they had gargoyles and ducktails and like all those like oh my god gargoyles yeah i loved gargoyles (laughs) i know and and they had this they had this winnie the pooh uh cartoon that was always it was very like soothing to watch and i still every once in a while i'll get the uh theme song stuck in my head like it will just start I don't know where it comes from, but just every once in a while, I'll like that start is. singing. Yeah, I'll just be like, <laughs> "What? Why am I like? I still remember that." And then the other, the other, um, the other channel that I watched a lot was on the WB, which is now called the CW. But on the WB, we had like Batman animated series and Animaniacs and a lot of because they had kids wb and that's where four kids was so that's where you watched pokemon and all that stuff like once i got older and kind of closer to the 2000s that's like that's when toonami started Mm -hmm. and like i said there were there were more channels dedicated to just nothing but cartoons and i feel like the quality of cartoons was getting more expensive and they just couldn't really make much of advertising profit off of Saturday morning cartoons anymore so it kind of just and they also kept extending it I remember that like kind of when I got to be about I don't know 13 14 and I was still watching Saturday morning cartoons like I remember they just it it kind of went into the afternoon and they would yeah. even put they would even play stuff on Sunday and I was mm-hmm. like well Saturday morning cartoons aren't like special anymore because now it's all the time yeah in order to make it like I don't know, ma- ma- let have people watch more of it. They extended it more mm-hmm. to the point that it's just it. It's uh, damn. There's a word that I'm looking for, obsolete. Mm-hmm. So cartoons, the Saturday morning cartoon format became obsolete. Yeah, That's it. it really did, and it was just kind of you know it was all due to they couldn't make enough money on it off of it, and mm-hmm. or rather just like having it having cartoons show all the time would be. Mm-hmm. better because you get a wider range of like cast a wider net yeah because i mean like with saturday morning cartoons it was that was the only time you could see certain series like it was only at you know nine o'clock a.m or whatever and we didn't have we didn't have a dvr or we didn't have anything it's like either you woke up and you watched it or you missed it and that was it and mm-hmm. it made it I don't know it just it just made it special but like ephemeral yeah you think about it and the way that we watch stuff now like it makes total sense that Saturday morning cartoons have there's no place for it now and it's kind of sad but at the same time it's like "Mm, but we got more cartoons in general now trying to think of what else I watched you have reminded me of so many things that I forgot I watched but yeah that really were Saturday morning cartoons like yeah like the Batman animated series which Mm -hmm. I don't think I was that into when I was younger but looking back on it these are shows that I definitely want to revisit I Mm -hmm. loved Gargoyles though I loved Mm -hmm. Gargoyles um we I know both of us have kind of some choices of things to talk about later of like our favorite Saturday morning cartoons but I realized the list that I came up with are all very early 2000s uh but similar yeah, that's vibes. What I wanted. I, like that's when I really didn't watch it anymore. So I'm kind of curious as to what. But what, I still what like going the, on because you were watching them and I wasn't mm-hmm. anymore. I think a lot of the a lot of the '90s shows that I ended up watching, I were I revisited them because 
I was I was seven in 2000. So I was pretty young still in the 90s when if I was watching those shows when they were being released. But Mm -hmm. I remember Gargoyles. I love Gargoyles. But I think it's because I remembered watching it younger. And then I rewatched it when I was in like high school and college. Same with, um, this is not that related, but American Dragon Jake Long, which was, which aired in 2005 to, to, to 20, 2007, which I didn't realize that seems kind of late for me. I would have been what, 12, 12 to 14, but I rewatched all of it in high school and like having like just on that nostalgia kick, it makes me think that I watched much more of it when I was younger than I actually had. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargoyles is so good though. Gargoyles Man. is very good. I mm-hmm. really would like to rewatch it, but I don't know I have, where to find it. It's really tricky. I have the first season and the first half of season two on DVD, but those are the only episodes that they released on DVD. I, like, I found them on like used book sites on online and stuff because they never ended up releasing the second half of season two, I think. It was hard with those shows. It's hard to find accessible places for them now other than kind of um, poor quality streaming sites because yeah, none of I them were really released on DVD. Either they yeah, had VHSs or they just, they don't have collections. It's yeah, unfortunate. So it is unfortunate. I want to, I want to own my childhood, but I can't, I can't really hold my childhood in my hands if they don't release the second half of Gargoyles season two. What am I supposed to do here? I need to I need to see how Desdemona ends up. What happens to Goliath? We just don't know. Where is Elise? <laughs> see, that's like the weird thing though, because I feel like Gargoyles is so just I wouldn't want to touch it. Like if you told me, oh, there's gonna be a reboot, there's gonna be more gargoyles, I'd be like, no, that's okay. And like I don't know, it's just like, I would be so kind of protective of it. Like it probably I, would come out cool though. Yeah, I no, I feel the same way about things that are so precious to you that you just like I just want them to exist just as this. But it, that doesn't mean that they go away. Of course, we've we've kind of discussed this uh uh the culture of um uh remakes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be so kick ass though, but it would make me it would almost make me sad. Not it. Okay, it would it would make me sad because it I hadn't seen it earlier kind of thing. Like because my childhood, my child self wouldn't have been able to watch it be like awesome and like kick ass. I feel this way a little bit with Ninja Turtles because the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series is so cool and fresh and gorgeous. And looking back at the old ones, I'm like, oh man, this new one is so much cooler than those ones. I wish I had this back then, but hey, I'm so glad I have it now. So man, time is weird. Time makes you like time jealous of your, weird. it makes you like jealous of your younger self sometimes. And I'm Dude, like, why this is a weird part? relationship. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm about to blow your mind now. Oh man. But I feel like, and this is this is something I personally have dealt with. And also I see it all the time with my peers. I feel like our adulthood is trying to chase after that feeling we had when we were younger. Oh my God. It's just constantly trying to recreate it. And like, you can't, but we try anyway. And that's, I mean, that's adulthood. I mean, you're so right, but I hate like thinking about know, that. Like, but I think you're so right. Is that what being an adult is? Just in the history of adults, is that always mm-hmm. it? You're always just trying to chase a one moment of blissful 
unknowing happiness in your mm-hmm. childhood that you took for granted because you didn't know now would be so miserable. <laughs> this is very, oh, wow, we went dark in this Saturday morning cartoons episode, huh? That's cool. That's our- we're, we're all depressed adults now, huh? This That's is very fun. Very millennial of us, so I like it. Very a therapy session of us. I no, don't I, okay, like. It. I have a I have a thought that okay. um will make is you it feel uplifting. Better. Yeah, it's cute. Okay. Um, have you ever been to the Saturday morning showings at the Draft House? Yeah, they have. Um, I, so I've never been to one, but I've I've, I've worked them. Um, they are fun. You like, get cereal, and you get yeah, you cereal parties. It's very heartwarming to see adults making fun childhood-like spaces for adults to embrace their inner child. Mm-hmm. Again, things like that. I, like, think being, I think being not connected, I think being in tune with your mm-hmm. inner child is something that personally for me is very important because I feel like it's just I a time when, you know, things were things weren't so stressful every you just wanted to be friends with everybody and like I think it I I think it makes you a more empathetic adult but it also helps you be more empathetic towards younger generations instead of the unfortunate thing I see with um generations (laughs) kind of being pitted against each other I don't know embracing your inner child makes you more um susceptible to I don't know life optimism and enjoyment like the one example i can think of is a lot of um a lot of articles making fun of like flossing and all these other like dances that are like Fortnite dances and stuff and i'm Mm -hmm. like yeah well when we were kids we had the macarena and we looked stupid doing it but we loved (laughs) it like every every generation has some silly dance so like why are we making fun of them for it it's like they're just having their thing it's yeah. fine like, like listen pe- people will make fun of the sandstorm song but <laughs> that fucking slaps if you will to, to use some youthful colloquialisms i like it's it a, I it's a big it's a banger sandstorm is. is a bop it's- and i'll go on record saying that no that's so... <laughs> my impersonation so of sandstorm perfectly like 2000s when everybody was like welcome to my sandstorm asmr video uh today it will just be mouth sounds of me imitating sandstorm are you pumping your fist to the beat of the music but I will listen to it after we're done here. (laughs) I have a question. Did you ever have, because I always did the kind of stereotypical thing of like getting a bowl of cereal and all of that stuff and like just getting comfy in front of the TV. Did you ever do anything like that? Or did you just like wake up and be like time to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think maybe I I would I, I wasn't big on making food for myself. Um mm-hmm. but I would probably I would like make myself like some chocolate milk, like some good Hershey syrup and and milk and mix it together and 
kind of sit down with a big old glass of chocolate milk and and watch cartoons. <laughs> I think I mean, that that's that, something that was, I did. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, just, I definitely I had the wait as much as a kid. That's I definitely had the tradition. Mm, it's true. I I also <laughs> I used to sleep in a lot. Like I I would I love I love sleep. God, yeah. even as a kid, I fucking loved sleep. Mm -hmm. But I think I would watch a lot of cartoons in the afternoons coming home from um, school, and I would mm -hmm. have like triscuits with cheese and like make a bunch of snacks. My babysitter would always like make me a snack and then make herself a snack and her snack was like healthier and always looked really good. <laughs> and I would always end up eating half of her snacks. And she's like, why don't I just make whatever I'm going to make for both of us? I'm like, okay, I have food envy. Okay. That's very specific memory. Mm -hmm. But no, that brings up a good point though, because like I said, I feel like when you were at that age, it was kind of more like tsunami and stuff was kind yeah. of much more of a big thing and yeah and disney channel had a lot of after school cartoons i think yeah. most of it was mostly um disney channel live action shows like that's a raven and things like that but yeah that's the weird thing is that like for a while like disney channel did not have live action mm -hmm. stuff yeah but, and then and then now it's like it's like a majority of what they have and they still mm -hmm. have cartoons obviously but there are so many live action disney shows that just it's it's so weird to be totally out of touch with mm -hmm. the youths and who these like who these kids are in these shows yeah because like yeah. I know, there's all these like new celebrities coming out and like i don't know i'm like who is this child and they're like oh they're from the disney channel i'm like okay that makes sense they look like a disney channel person and then i like look up the show and i'm like this sounds generic but okay <laughs> i think the last disney channel rising star i was in touch with kind of where I knew who she was was Zendaya no, but even I, then I it was a little kind of out was. of my it was a little out of my um like I did not watch her show but I knew what it was mm -hmm. and maybe like Selena Gomez before her but I still never watched I didn't really watch Wizards of Waverly Place that much I think no. I probably watched a lot more episodes than I intended to because again it's the whole like I'm gonna sit down in front of the tv and just watch whatever they have on mm -hmm. it was kind of before being a kid watching cartoons, you kind of don't really have interests yet, or rather you don't know how to discern them. Mm -hmm. Like for the longest time, I watched a lot of like Cow and Chicken or- Which was not good. Yeah, kind of gross shows like that. And I say gross because like they are, like Ren and Stimpy also, I didn't like that gross out humor. And I liked Courage the Cowardly Dog only cause like, I liked Courage and wanted him to be happy, but there was so much like gross out humor in that that I, I don't it's think I was old enough out. to realize, yeah, I wasn't it's old enough to realize, hey, this stresses me out. I don't like cow and chicken because there's a character and he's naked all the time. And mm -hmm. cow and chicken, uh, they are the children of human parents. And it's, it's like weird and maybe I don't like it, but I don't think I had the wherewithal to discern. I think like maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's where I They're learned likes and dislikes with cartoons. So yeah. you're like, I think I'll watch this because they keep airing it. And then, and then you just you've you've watched like half of the all the episodes available, and you're like, wow, I watched a lot of that in my youth, and I did not, I was just not discerning, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, so you remember you mentioned Boomerang a while back, and that's actually kind of an interesting thing I wanted to bring up too, because yeah. so Boomerang was like that was also an that was another block um, mm -hmm. of just entertainment and it was on Cartoon Network and that's that's where I got a lot of exposure to a lot of the older cartoons anyway and a lot of them are really good 
but then they made their own channel and that's crazy yeah yeah i remember i like i don't think i've watched i watched that many shows from it but like i would watch the old school josie and the pussycats which is really a lot like scooby-doo and there was this one about these kids and they're like they had a pet shark and oh, yeah. they also solved mysteries yeah and then there was like the other show with like the wonder twins and one of them could turn into like a bucket of water and the other one could turn into an <laughs> eagle who would pick up the bucket of water and fly mm-hmm. around and save the world yeah yeah wonder twins are interesting they yeah. sure had powers <laughs> form of a bucket of water i just distinctly remember that one bit from like he he definitely turned into a bucket of water at one point like i'm not making this up I'm not just trying to be funny. I'm being accurate. Yeah. It's definitely a bucket of water. And his, like, yeah. face was in the water in the bucket. Yeah, because because she could turn into an animal. Mm-hmm. And he could turn into an object, I uh, guess. The, they had to be real creative. It, like, I don't know. Another thing that I remember, because I think I told you this in either a, another episode or just off mic or whatever, but... I was watching Saturday morning cartoons a lot longer than socially acceptable, I guess. <laughs> like, I just didn't tell anybody that I was still getting up and watching oh, them. <laughs> I mean, I-, I watched Disney Channel, like, live action shows way longer than socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. To the point that it's like, I am a high schooler watching shows made for middle schoolers. And that's a little embarrassing. With cartoons, I think that being a artsy type of person who likes animation that can be kind of a um an end to to being a I'm not being childish I'm watching this because I mean adults make it also so why wouldn't I be able to watch it but yeah. there it, it's helpful that all my friends were also similar to that so mm-hmm. um it wasn't so much of a social stigma I guess if if that even like would have been a thing it, I don't know. I think it is a thing, but it shouldn't be because it's it, stupid. Maybe it was more for like your generation, also, rather your um yeah, your your because, experience in high school. Yeah, because I mean, we had MTV, and MTV, was- <laughs> man, MTV was like old by the time that I was in high school. In Dude, middle MTV school. in the nineties was cool though. Mm-hmm. Like. Yes, in the 90s, yes. And then they got into reality TV, and then it's what it is today. And, sorry. But <laughs> I I miss 90s MTV because that's, I mean, all teenagers are huge dweebs, but, like, being, like, an eight-year-old in the 90s and, like, being like, oh, man, MTV, that's where all the cool teenagers, that's what they listen to, and that's what they watch and stuff, and so... But um, no, for some reason, I was thinking specifically of when I was like 13, 14, like middle school, I um, I still was really watching a lot of uh, ABC Disney, like Saturday morning cartoons. And like one of them was Recess. Recess. Oh, my good. gosh. Yes. I yeah. love Recess. Recess wow. You you're really reminding me of all of the like older old school shows mm-hmm. that I watched than, than the mm-hmm. list that I came up with. But yeah, I loved Recess. Recess was good. I could still like hear that bell and the yeah. the in the opening sequence, one of the characters, the big guy, he like burps. But mm-hmm. when he burps, his mouth is closed. And that little bit of animation always really annoyed me because his yeah. belly just gets really big and then you hear the burping sound and then they get small again. And then oh, there's like the, the, 
the girl Gretchen. Yeah, but he's like his mouth was totally closed, so it was always just a little confusing. Uh, whatever. And Gretchen blows up the science lab, and Spinelli. Mm-hmm. Spinelli was very cool. Yeah, she, she was, was awesome. Best. And she, she was, was actually an Ashley. <gasps> I know the biggest the biggest so, plot twist. That was that that stuck with me forever. I was like, oh my god, what do I do with this information? Like everything's crazy. Everything's Scandalous. changed. Oh my god. That was that was a really <laughs> that good was show. Like, now I want to rewatch that. Yeah, that's like the last one I really remember watching kind of regularly. Mm-hmm. And then after that I just uh, I don't know. It kind that of was all over. Definitely a lot of these shows I just like would watch them out of sequence, which I think you can do still with some with some like cartoon shows, but some of them really you need to have that structure of the the storyline. Like mm-hmm. with, um, I would argue, like Gravity Falls, which does have more of, again, the monster of the week kind of feel. But especially towards the end. It had like a running plot that was going yeah, through yeah. each episode. And then I think it's more particular in a Steven Universe where you have to keep up with it in sequence oh as it gets God. into later yeah. series you, or you later seasons. Episode, you'll miss like so much plot. Yeah, especially after I think like the first like one and a half seasons, you really have to pay attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like watch them in order. Similar with um a little bit with Adventure Time, just as mm-hmm. it kind of got older into and it was culminating. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, just yeah. <laughs> but a lot of these Saturday morning cartoons were just for entertainment, or lessons are learned by the end of it. But there isn't maybe the there will be continuity for the finale episodes, the last mm-hmm. maybe maybe two or four episodes at the end, but yeah. in between it doesn't quite. Like in Adventure Time, it's a it's different watching an episode from season what season like six where Finn has a grass arm versus season two where like everything is normal and kind of as you expected it to be, mm-hmm. um, or like like Jake has kids and that's yeah. kind of a thing that significantly changes a plot. Um, <laughs> a little less so with that because his kids are kind of like they grow up in like a week. Yeah, it's all and, weird. Yeah, <laughs> except for. Because uh, we talked about Toonami, but now that I'm thinking about it, Saturday morning cartoons were kind of my intro to anime as well. Because mm-hmm. that's when like Pokemon yeah. was huge. Like the an- the anime was a big mm-hmm. deal. Like, could did, not miss that. So did you have Naruto and like Death Note? Oh, oh no, that was like that was your high school. Okay, okay. Because okay. I, no, I had, we like... had we had Pokemon and then later Digimon. Did you have and Yu-Gi-Oh? We or was did. Was that kind of like I, in between us? Because I had was, Yu-Gi-Oh, but that was like kind that of earlier. Was kind of in between, but I never, I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh. But it was, it was. Yu-Gi-Oh there. is good. The first arc is good, and then I don't think I watched the other. I ones. did watch some of it when it was on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix, but I remember just like out of silliness being like, I'm gonna watch the first episode, and then I was like, Oh, I'm actually like invested in the plot here, even though I still for don't Yu-Gi-Oh know. or Digimon. For you, dude, Digimon yeah. was like my jam. Digimon is good. The very the first the 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 Digimon movie is still incredible. It's it's made mm-hmm. by the man, the guy who did um like Summer Wars and the girl who leapt through time, mm-hmm. and it's That's it's very funny. And that was the first it's, time I really saw anime as like not a Saturday morning cartoon 
and mm -hmm. it was just, it was it was good and then tsunami came out and i was like yes yeah, tsunami was great and then tsunami died and i was sad about it but then tsunami came back and the mm -hmm. the strange like kind of kind of hot robot guy was there we all know that you want to make out with tom we know tom is good okay i was really hesitant to be like he was kind of He's kind of a hot robot, but maybe it's okay. just his voice. You had, you had feelings. I don't, okay. Stop trying to shame me. Oh I'm my, not. Oh my, I'm, I'm trying to encourage you to be trash. <laughs> yes, but you're doing it in a condescending way and I don't oh. appreciate it. I don't know. Digimon still has like, like you, I watch it now and I'm like, I can't believe I thought these really cheesy one-liners were so funny because they're really cringy now, but it still has like a soft spot in my heart. Digimon is good. And the Digimon and you know game what? was also good. You know what? The Digimon game GameCube. You know what else? Mm -hmm. And this was like the end, kind of the end of, because um, again, I would watch a lot of four kids, and this is kind of when I stopped watching because the quality was getting so bad. Remember how I told you that Card Captor Sakura turned into Card Captors? Yes. And they started in the middle of the show. Oh. Yeah, they waited until the boy character showed up. And that was the first episode. <laughs> localization of anime, like, in, in like okay, 90s and early 2000s localization of anime will never cease to confound me. Here's the funny thing. So they, you know, they had to Americanize everybody's name, right? Except Sakura was still Sakura. And everybody else had, huh. like, yeah, like... Uh, her friend Tomoyo, she was Madison. Oh, I and, hate that. Oh yeah, God! Like, wow. <laughs> what a what an early two thousands name though, Madison. Yeah. Because I, I remember I was so excited because I'd seen Card Capture Sakura, but it was you know subtitled and it was on VHSs that I found at the bottom of Blockbuster. And so when I heard that, oh, they're dubbing it and they're going to play it on Saturday morning. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then I turn into the like debut or whatever. And I'm like, well, why are they starting at like episode 12? <laughs> what is going on? And then after that, I was like, I'm never watching four kids again. This is, this is real bad. This is, this is, this is no good. Actually, you know what? That is my last memory of Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you begrudgingly like deciding to put it down to put it to rest in its coffin yeah, like, and back it's time, away it's time to accept that that was a thing that is now in the past and mm -hmm. i no longer acknowledge it um, so do you want to talk about shows yeah wanna... i mean i've been kind of talking about shows yeah but tell me which them. which ones did you which ones were your like your saturday morning staples like mm -hmm. what were the cartoons that you were kind of raised on in that way um in so this I watched, era yeah, so i watched a lot of the disney animated shows which actually yeah. were really good because okay so in the 90s was the disney renaissance which is what yeah. they call that era and so they would make animated shows um from that and they were all really good like, like there was aladdin one that was good and there was a little mermaid one that i was obsessed and with. uh lilo and stitch one although again that's like 2000s with me never mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but like that one always looked good though and um 
So I watched a lot of those. And then on the flip side, I would watch a lot of um, like Warner Brothers stuff. So I watched a lot of Animaniacs and then I watched Tiny Toons, which was real popular, <laughs> which was basically Looney Tunes. But like everybody was, they were like teenage characters of yeah knockoffs, not knockoffs, wow. but yeah. I used to watch baby Looney Tunes. Did you ever watch the baby Looney Tunes? Yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, Did you ever watch like Rugrats? Oh yeah, but that was wasn't that a Saturday. Your... That wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. That was just Nickelodeon. Um, See, I find it hard to differentiate between what was Saturday morning cartoons and what wasn't because mm-hmm. when I was watching quote Saturday morning cartoons, it was more of a it's more of a mindset than a time construction. Yeah. Time is fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time is. Fake. <laughs> um, I watched a lot of Chip and Dale too. Yes, yes, that was what because you mentioned uh the oh my god not Mighty Ducks the Ducktales the duck yes the Ducktales those ducks who also are back and apparently the new Ducktales show is very cute and I do need to watch that very good um yeah but I I watched a lot of uh like the Chippendale Rescuers they were so cute yeah I I have the were they were they related to the Rescuers Down Under. No, like that was that movie. Okay, those are different mice on adventures. Yeah. Okay, got uh, it, got Chip, it. Chip and Dale, they're just they're they're chipmunks. Yes, but did, they, weren't, weren't they, they friends were with own. Mike mice though? No, they were like any rodents. I was like, let me watch this show. No, they they were like mice. Um, I don't know. They they were like originals. Like kind of they came like after like you know Mickey and Goofy and yeah and yeah. But didn't they like, like team up other, with other? Didn't they team up with other, like, rodents? Or was it just the two of them? Well, I mean, there was, like, a team. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had their little team. Like, they had Gadget, and she was the girl, and she would always yeah. stuff. Gadget. Yeah, yeah, and she was great. But she also remember. had hair, which is... I don't know, yeah, that was, she had human yeah. hair. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. She's so cute, though. I've seen some cosplays of Gadget Mouse, and like, man, we're all just a bunch of we're all just a bunch of nostalgia crazed adults, aren't we? It's good. I like it. It, It's where I thrive. It says, yeah. There's actually a a Rescue Rangers, um, like NES game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that I played. I almost beat it, which is really hard when you have a game for three days and then you have to take it back to blockbuster but i almost <laughs> beat it a game for uh, only three days yeah you, you that's how long blockbuster you rented it out for three days oh God, you had to it. yeah because like <laughs> on Friday, sometimes my I... dad would take me to blockbuster and he'd be like okay you get one game or one movie and then i'd have to finish it by sunday that's it's just so funny to hear things that were in my past and then realize like that's how that worked that that was only three days like mm-hmm. i guess that makes sense i used to have a game boy advance kim possible game kim possible mm-hmm. wasn't really a saturday morning cartoon again but that came out from 2002 to 2007 and that seems 2002 seems very early like for that for how formative i think it was i, I guess i was like nine to 14 sometimes they feel like they were so much like it feels like it was all in my middle school years but it Mm -hmm. had started before I was in middle school Mm -hmm. and anytime before middle school just feels like I'm a baby with legs (laughs) I mean all babies have legs but um I don't don't know why I think it's because I 
so I moved right after elementary school. So I just have a lot of memories of elementary school. I don't know why, like, that's my most vivid time. Like, oh. middle school, I just blocked out of my memory. That's, oh, like man. Bad, you know? <laughs> just, like, all bad. Yeah. And cringy and just awkward. But, like, I remember elementary school a lot. So mm-hmm. I remember, like, a lot of the cartoons that I watched and all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to, I feel like there's some cartoon that I'm missing it, and I can't think of it. Um, I do remember watching Animaniacs. That was very good because it just it was like it was kind of like little skits so there was all like different stuff yeah and mm-hmm. also i think that was like an hour because it was so much but that was that was good watch it only I mean, have been like 15 minutes but your mind makes it seem like it was an hour long yeah maybe but <laughs> i miss animaniacs animaniacs is good they always a little bit scared me like, They're a little bit weird. They were very high energy, and I was yeah. a little frightened by the uh, the like the three triplets who were like dogs, ant anteaters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they are. M- my- mice? They're not mice. They were like little, no. they, little like I think like they're dogs or something. I don't know what they are. I don't think anybody knows. They always just, had like hammers at the ready. Yeah, they're and just they're maniacs. Like they would pretend their- to be. I think like orchestra conductors a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of animal they're supposed to be. I think I came into this unprepared because my list of my list of Saturday morning cartoons are very I'm gonna call them quintessentially two thousands. They're very slice of life okay. kid cartoons. So but like I think not a lot of creatures. Yeah, like the the ones that I was like, what what were my formative like I would watch these consistently and like follow them like at a specific time but see um, that's the thing is that by the time it was the 2000s like mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons were still a thing but they had morphed into just this totally different yeah. experience than when I was a kid yeah all of my examples are in the 2000s except for rocket power which started in 1999 so I've got yeah. rocket power uh which is good I like rocket power a lot I have not so for some of these I rewatched some episodes to mm-hmm. kind of see with a uh, without my without my rose colored glasses how good these actually were. Rocket Power mm-hmm. I did not rewatch, but I I think I think it's kind of, it would probably be on the fence for me. Um, but The Weekenders was this show that I don't think anyone watched but me. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out in two thousand to two thousand four, and it was about four friends who just would do stuff on the weekends, and so each episode would be it would have like narrative voiceovers which Mm. a lot of these shows I realize all had kind of the character like talking to the screen or like reading from their journal Mm -hmm. but Weekenders was just focused on the their their weekends it was split up into three sections of Friday Saturday Sunday and then like as told by Ginger which was also in 2000 did you ever Mm. watch that sort of I didn't like the art style yeah it was very weird same with the Weekenders yeah but I very like wide faces and I was told by Ginger, very like, very small beady eyes mm-hmm. with like big lips and all of their eyelashes were very defined. Um, <laughs> and there was a lot of like mouth stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had like braces or like things like that. I think I watched yeah. a lot more of it than I intended to, but she would always like write in her diary. Um, yeah, 
I mean, I never, I have no memory of ever really watching an episode, but like I knew of its existence and, mm-hmm. and it just, I don't know. There's something the about it. Of, it. It was kind of like a cartoon version of um, Lizzie McGuire, sort of. Yeah. That had the like much. diary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, like, did, then, you, did you ever watch Doug? Oh my God. Yeah. Doug okay, was no, one here's, I, no, didn't, the the stu- I didn't like the style. That was no. one of my examples where I was like, eh, I don't know. I didn't like that he wore underwear outside of his pants. Uh, I just didn't like that. <laughs> the quail man? Because quail man would quail do that. Yeah. Well, because he was a big dweeb and he's not very original with his superheroes. But no, here's the weird thing. So that was a Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. And then it got bought by abc disney and then it became a morning cartoon and it was like kind of the same but it was like i think he was in middle school at this point and like some of the like the art kind of changed and some of the voice actors changed and i was like this is really weird jarring so like that's really is like a saturday morning cartoon but it used to not be it used to be just a nickelodeon show and so that's it's so weird to me. I find that like the change of animation styles really interesting because that happened with American Dragon Jake Long, which mm-hmm. again was yeah. not really a, a totally Saturday morning weird. cartoon, but it only had two seasons and the animation style totally flips uh, between each season. And I remember really being confused by it and kind of disliking it in the second season. But when I rewatched it when I was older, the like the designs and everything in the second season are so stylized and fun and all the characters look very much more like different and unique that Mm -hmm. I think if I had seen that previously it would have been like I would have preferred that man Mm -hmm. I would that would be so cool if they remade that and like totally revamped the style that's why I really enjoy following like Teenage Ninja Turtles because it Mm -hmm. gets remade so much because because we gotta we gotta have our turtle toys listen they're all just to make toys and everyone loves these these crazy brothers but the style gets revamped each time and it's really interesting to see to kind of have them as bookmarks uh in the the saga of the ninja turtles um, the saga the saga of the ninja turtles but the other two shows i had on my list which were kind of like i was like around like 10 years old when they came out is fillmore in 2002 and all grown up in 2003 yeah and all fillmore, grown up is just yeah. very bizarre to me and i <laughs> can't watch it i it's really it's actually really good though and i know but it's like oh it's I, so weird so what i loved about it was i loved i loved seeing these kids the rugrats kids all grown up and like seeing them how they age and how their characters like kind of stayed the same because they they were babies but now like tommy he has hair now and yeah, like it's purple so because his dad had purple hair which that's i always thought weird. was like so funny because it's like you have purple hair but that makes sense because your dad in the cartoon had purple hair and then his little brother dill has hair like his mom the red curly hair and uh-huh. dill is voiced by i believe tara strong who voices like all these other old school cartoon characters um yeah but like dill is like the weird little bro and like the chucky is like anxious but he also kind of has like a wild streak sometimes because he Mm -hmm. wants to be cool and then phil and lil like their siblings who are grown up and kind of like they struggle with like growing apart because lil's like is still a tomboy but she gets more interested in other things and phil gets really good at cooking and kimmy who is the um stepsister of chucky when they Mm -hmm. go to japan in that one movie 
the Reptar movie. It, that was a good movie. Man, I, I, like, I don't realize how much I really loved Rugrats growing up. But Kimmy oh, is great Rugrats because she, she like has such a great relationship with her parents, but then she also starts embracing her Japanese heritage more. And Chucky like doesn't have that because they are like step siblings. But it's it's interesting. The dynamics all feel very like real. Meanwhile, there's Angelica and Susie who are magnificent. And Angelica mm-hmm. is basically like the Sharpay Evans of her time. That's true. She is. And she's a boss, just like her mom. And Nickelodeon recently put out a tweet about um, her mom because for. I don't remember a mo- like it wasn't Mother's Day, but it was this kind of power mom thing, and it was just talking was about how much Women's Day. Yes, maybe that would make sense, and yeah. it was just talking about how like, Mrs. Pickles will just she was a she's so- a fucking boss. She's just like the power mom. She's like, I want my daughter to eat, eat, breathe, and sleep, and sweat confidence, and she's yeah. like walking on her treadmill, like talking to her high business, like. Dude, she has and ordering Jonathan around. Days. Mm-hmm. She's and her shoulder pads for days. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I, All grown I, up was very good though, but it was a little, it was definitely a little weird sometimes, like to see them kind of meander through the awkwardness of middle school and like mm-hmm. getting crushes and like trying to do school projects. And like Tommy gets really into film at one point because mm-hmm. he wants to be like a filmmaker, but he's really bad at it. And all of his friends are like, Oh no, your film about a sneeze. It was called Gazoon Tight. And I remember like it just I remember that episode very clearly. All of his friends were like, oh no, this is bad. And it was a little bit cringy to see them like fumble and fail and kind of be growing up as I was also growing up. It's weird. Uh, I guess because it's like they are my kids, but they are also like me at the time. Strange. But Fillmore. It came out in 2003 to 2008. Okay, so, yeah, I was in, like, college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was 10 to 15, so that's, like, a very big range of I'm a kid versus I'm a 15-year-old in high school, and, like, that's a, that's a wild mm. span of time. I wonder how shows like that kind of can maintain their demographic if the kids keep getting older, but then the younger kids who are growing into it haven't seen older episodes. It's interesting. But Fillmore, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about it because it was very good. It was another ABC and then moved to like Toon Disney show. And it was a like a buddy cop story. So it's basically a parody on cop shows. And there's this boy named Cornelius Fillmore and he used to be a punk like he used to be a delinquent and he was caught trying to like smuggle like tartar sauce or like steal the school like mascot or something and so he gets arrested quote unquote by the safety patrol officers and he's given a choice he can either go to detention for the rest of the year or he can help them solve one more case and so yeah right was about that it it is. And so that's kind of his backstory. So the entire show focuses on him as a safety patrol officer because he becomes very straight laced and very like moral and lawful. And it starts off with him um helping this girl who is new to school and her name is Ingrid Third, which is the coolest name ever. And she's very cool and has this like short uh black bob haircut and she is a new girl at school yeah, I remember and her. Mm -hmm. she's awesome and she's not really fitting in well and then she becomes a suspect in like a theft and so he helps her and then 
decides like, hey, maybe you should be my partner, my new partner, because his other partner moved moved away. And I recently, I was watching an, an episode right before we started recording. And it's an episode where Cornelius, it's on spring break. So he goes back to this other town to visit his old partner who had moved away. And his partner is now at the safety patrol at his new school. And so he like, they come in and it parodies like, closed room robberies because someone stole the pralines that this girl was going to sell at the bake sale but like the safety patrol at that school is corrupt and people are taking bribes all the time and he's and Cornelius is worried that his old partner Wyatt is taking bribes but then they have to band together to like set everyone straight and they literally have like parodies of political kidnappings and stuff like that um it's very this like, is weird. Tongue in cheek, right? Isn't it strange? It's like it's very strange. It's like a it's like a it's an actually like in-depth like cop show, but kids, everything's set in middle school, so nothing's that serious. And these kids never go to class, they just kind of patrol the halls and they wear the like yellow or the the orange um belt sashes to show that they're on the safety patrol squad. And they have like car chase scenes, but they're not on cars, they're on like scooters <laughs> and running through the hallways. And it's it's pretty well written. I've I've got some respect for it. <laughs> That's like crazy. It's, it's good. I um, just I had no idea that was happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was something that I definitely like loved as a kid. It's nice to like look into your old cartoon shows that you really enjoyed and realize, hey, they were actually still good. The Weekenders not really that good but like mm-hmm. recess i think if i watched recess again i would i'd be like yeah i, I think this still holds up pretty well yeah i, I remember I somebody somebody recreated the the intro yeah like live action and it's on youtube somewhere oh my gosh i forgot about that like a couple years oh, ago yeah. i remember seeing that i was and like i love seeing I, those I have, cosplayers <laughs> yeah i was like i have ascended out of my body mm-hmm. this is wonderful thank you the 80s and 90s kids, always horny for nostalgia. Oh my gosh, I want that, like, cross-stitch. Always horny always. for nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I just want that, like, <laughs> tattooed on my forehead. I want to be like, you want to know me? This is my motto. Wow, it's a lot. But it's a really quick way to get to know you, so. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, let's talk about Dunkaroos and how good they are. Oh my okay? god, Dunkaroos. Fuck. I could never have Dunkaroos as a kid. They are like illegal in my house because they're like only sugar, Peony. Because it's okay. like it's a sugar stick, and you're literally just using that sugar stick to eat icing to shovel yeah. icing into your face. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. I loved what were they called? Danimals. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? The yeah. Smoothie things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I never liked the monkey because I don't really like monkeys, and he always kind of like was given a weird look on the bottle. Man, didn't like the was, banana. This, this episode on Saturday morning cartoons got weird. Yeah, it got weird real monkeys. fast. If we ever have a an episode that's just like nostalgic food items from our past, it's just gonna be. I have so many. A wild spiral. Look, my most of my mem- just- <laughs> most of my memory of elementary school were the toys that I got, the shows that I watched, and the food that I ate. Do you think some of that food is still, like, available somehow? Yeah. Like, could we have, a like, a little food party and, and eat and eat these things and, yeah. and kind of review them? 
I'll do it. Find a way. It might be very expensive. I've seen a recipe for like make it at home Dunkaroos. Oh yes, yes. I've seen recipes. My friend, my friend has a recipe for that. But yeah. see, now we can have these snacks with alcohol. Yes, because it's all come to high. Circle. We'll get a sugar high and also be drunk, and it will be. Uh, and that's that sounds like a great idea, and not bad for my body at all. I, I want a shot. Like I want a shot. The bathroom. I want a shot that is inspired by Dunkaroos, and I want it to have a oh, Dunkaroo shit. in it. Oh my on god! The foam oh my or god! Oh my god! I'm I'm like partially horrified, but also I think you're on to something. There's something here. <laughs> Dunkaroos were the best. Oh my god. And you can definitely still buy them. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah. (laughs) I love that I could tell. You got that far away sound. Oh yeah. All these snacks were like forbidden in my household, which is probably smart by my mom's standards. Uh, But my dad would always, I think he was the one who always bought Nesquik. I found a Dunkaroo martini. Um, are you serious? Yeah. I, I am, I'm like, I'm shocked, but also a little, I'm livid that someone else thought of this before you did. That doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> what does it look like? I'll have to, I'll look it up later, but okay. all I know is that I found it and there are other people out there that have the same priorities that I do. And that's good. I really just wa- ate a lot of Doritos. I really liked it. Doritos were, 90s were good to Doritos. What about a it, cocktail that has like crushed up Dorito bits on the rim? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Was, how does that make you feel? You, yeah, that's that fine. Makes you feel good? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's gotta have like it's gotta be the spicy one, so it's gotta have like fireball or something in it. So what That'd would be this good. be? Nineties, nineties food, nineties snack crash day. Yeah, I don't know how you would make a shot at a ranch, but maybe we could do a cool ranch. We could try. I'm up for a challenge. <laughs> what about like a kind of like white Russian inspired cocktail, but it's a uh, animals yogurt mm-hmm. instead? What are what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, also, I was Co-sign, really into yeah. I was really into um, gushers and mm-hmm. fruit roll ups. I was really into those. Um, what are those? Uh, it's kind of like the Willy Wonka company. Like, mm-hmm. so it's a big old packet. And you rip off the top and you take out the little dunk stick that's just a sugar thing. And you lick it and you just dip it into the sugar bits at the, the fun bottom. Dip? Fun dip. Yeah. Fun dip. Oh, that fun would make dip. a great drink. Fun dip. It change color. Change your tongue color. You eat any of these things and you're, yeah, your whole mouth is just like blue and pink for the rest Did of the Did you ever have a Wonder Ball? Yes. They were hard to eat. But it was like a jawbreaker, right? No, yeah. it was a chocolate ball. Oh, that was the chocolate them. one. Okay. Yeah, and it had like toys and stuff, and it had like little. And it was like, like a choking like hazard. Sweet. Yeah, good times. Yeah. yeah. They had like sweet tarts, but they were shaped like Disney characters and stuff. And you like, it would like, rattle mm-hmm. around, like shake it. I think this is all relevant to Saturday morning cartoons. I, I, I ate think a so lot. too. God, I, I ate so ate much a- garbage as a kid. And yet I wasn't, somehow I wasn't allowed it, but I got my grubby little hands on all of it. Yeah, well, see, I, my, my parents divorced when I was really young. So I lived with my dad and he didn't know how to cook or like, he didn't know vitamins. (laughs) And he was just like, just have Doritos for, for dinner. It's fine. I was like, yay. (laughs) Your little child body was like. Yay, yummy. No, you don't understand. I'd eat an entire, an entire bag of Doritos. Oh my God. Like, I love Doritos. Uh, 
good. I like stuff. care. I can I can only eat so many Doritos now. My body's getting old, and I don't like it. Yeah, chips are the one junk food I cannot give up. I can give up anything else, but chips I could not give up. I love my chippies. <laughs> I love my chippies, especially Cool Ranch. Yes. Especially, especially, especially while like... watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this went off the rails, but in a good way, I think. I think it it's captured okay. the, the essence of Saturday morning cartoons of but the But I mean, 90s Saturday morning 2000s. cartoons require some sort of snack. Like, you need 90s food. Mm-hmm something so like gotta, gotta have my I mean, nest quick yeah i mean i want to know i want to I know everybody's saturday morning cartoon food i, I need to know it's really important that people tweet us and tell me <laughs> all i can I'm think of saying. is nest quick for me nest quick is good though yeah it is but it has to be like a breakfast thing because i couldn't just watch saturday morning cartoons and eat you know wonder ball no that's true well, even know. if i was allowed no not with that attitude <laughs> not with that attitude not with that attitude I think I think we kind of talked yeah. about everything. Yeah, yeah. I covered all my all my shows. I have yeah. a lot of theme songs stuck in my head right now and I'm really excited to rewatch mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It's just the Fillmore one I think was just Fillmore. And that that's was it. very strange. And then maybe he was like skateboarding at some point. Damn, there was a lot of skateboarding wasn't there. Dude, it was the 90s. Skateboarding in the 90s and 2000s, like there was the thing. like, like rock and power extreme, aside. Extreme like, sports. Just a lot of skateboarding. Oh, yeah. Do any cartoon characters skateboard anymore? Is I that don't a, think so. Is that, is that There's also a bygone age? Yeah. But also besides that, man, I don't know. What, what do kids do? Heelys? I'm kidding. I don't That's, even think so. That was us. It was us. Heelys Dude, I, I wanted Heelys, but I, I couldn't get them because my parents I had, were like, no. I had fake Heelys that were like, <laughs> you had, like, they were like roller skates, but mm-hmm. so you would have to like pry the little, ro- you would have to pry the wheels out oh, of the sole yeah. of the shoe each I time. Those. I couldn't, I couldn't just be like walking along and then gliding. I had mm-hmm. to wait, use my little fingers to like grip the wheels and then kind of awkwardly shuffle down target hallways i did roller skate in a lot of uh grocery stores i think i was a menace i think i was a terror (laughs) wow i blame saturday morning cartoons (laughs) look what they've done to me i feel like you've unlocked some sort of memory that you've suppressed all these years i I think so i was a menace i think i think uncovering saturday morning cartoons is kind of unearth the tomb of these uh seven years like memories when i was seven and and things like that that's a mystery Mm -hmm. that's amazing see i'm like fully connected to all of my memories i can't think about them at all moments and i need a i need like i need to like pacific rim this shit Get in there. I gotta go chase the rabbit. Yeah, this makes me want to have like a Nickelodeon episode or something. Please, yeah. We'll add it to the list. Well, Um, I know I am about to log off and go finish that episode of Fillmore. Yeah. I'm I'm not kidding. I'm I'm totally gonna like rewatch a lot of episodes of that. Did you know that in Fillmore, so each episode kind of has three thing about Fillmore. All right, let me tell you this. Each episode has three acts, and each act would be like act one, the setup. Oh Act my two, uh, something goes wrong or whatever. And the voiceover for those bits is the guy who's famous for In a World. Oh. That guy. They got that guy to 
narrate those bits. In I feel like this this was a good setup for us getting into Ace Attorney. Oh my god! Yeah, this is the entry drug. <laughs> entry drug. The mystery shows. The uh, I mean, it all it all starts with Boomerang. It all starts with Scooby Doo and Damn you, Boomerang! Just kind of spirals down from there. Thank you, Boomerang, for my life, and thank you, Toonami, again for my life. <laughs> That's going to be true. Oh, one more little bit of a uh, fun fact. So in The Weekenders, the main character, one of them was named Tino Tonatini, which is an amazing name, first of all. But he was voiced by the English voice actor who voices Haku in uh, mm -hmm. Spirited Away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same guy. And so every time I hear Haku, I think of Tino Tonatini. That's fine. It's very funny. <laughs> it's all good. All right. I think we should say our goodbyes. All right. We it's have so real. much stuff look on youtube right now yeah this has been a great walk down memory lane and now yeah. i'm like gonna go check out gargoyles later again mm -hmm. Rewatch mm -hmm. all these old good shows oh yeah just watch the intros oh my god the intros are so yeah. good i mean girl i've got them on dvd they're in my closet right now yeah when we have our uh our dunkaroos party we should just have it it can also be a gargoyles marathon Dude, that's i think that sounds happen. like I think that sounds like an appropriate combination. I'm gonna plan it right now. Okay. All right. I'm in. I'm down for it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I still want to hear what your Saturday morning cartoon snack is. I want to know, especially if it's Dunkaroos. Yeah. So just tweet me food. Just... That means you had a wild childhood. That means you had a good childhood. That means you had a complete childhood. <laughs> That means that you were a true kid kid of the nineties and two thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Later days. Later days. Where did that come from? That was the catchphrase of the weekenders. Oh. <laughs> and now here's our catchphrase. Stay magical. Stay magical. Bye. Bye. <laughs>